0: So welcome back to the Queen of Hearts podcast. It is your host with the most controversy, Star Cavalli, a.k.a. Big volley a.k.a. Pisces with the drip. This is the Dirty Hollywood episode that y'all been waiting for. My boy Pimpface started it off, and I wasn't going to do the episode, but I'm going to do it tonight with my boy Pimpface because we are tired of the stealing, we're all tired of the fakeness in the industry and the blackballing and everything because people wanna use your style and take credit for it. So I'ma start this episode by saying. Some of you know, some of you may not know, but I started off as Baby T, a.k.a. Miss Rude. And um, we're going to get into how I became starved. I became star once I got angry after dealing, you know, with my first piece of dirty Hollywood. And for a long time, it took me a long time to figure out how it even happened. And then I realized it's connected to the same thing that's happening to me now because I trusted the wrong person too many times. So I'm going to start this episode by saying I've heard a lot of Soldier Boy talk. I've heard him talk about Drake. I've heard him talk about how Drake stole his style, etc., etc. But I would like to say, this is a Star Cavalli formerly known as Baby T. I would like to say... That soldier Boy, you may not remember, but I'm the first rapper that you stole from. I'm the rapper that made you rich. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You might have forgot. See, because it's funny, you think I don't remember, but I remember everything. Once upon a time, my name was Baby T. I was living in Miami and I was passing out this CD called Who Is Baby T? And on the flip side, it said, Who Is Miss Rude? And it had a song on it called Spit Yo Game Freestyle over the infamous Biggie single. And um, I gave you that CD at the Ozone Awards in Miami when you was wearing the baggy white t-shirt and the pants and you were musty as hell. But shortly after that, I saw you blow up with this song. And it's the reason why you are who you are today. So I give you credit. You went and got that bag. But you went and got that bag after you stole from me. So you were not the first rapper to do anything, because you got to remember, I was the first rapper you stole from. So if anybody's the first rapper, I would say it's Star Cavalli, formerly known as Baby T. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We gon'—I like receipts, so let's do this. This is the freestyle from the CD that I handed to you at the Ozone Awards when you was with A-Rap, right?
1: I was that third little piggy that was moving brakes And when the wolf huffed and puffed and blew their house down They was stuck and wondering how it went down I was chilling inside of my little brick house Moving tons of the blow And the drove by the pounds And so you, you trying to get some dig I'm trying to make it rich on sex in the black all day Trying to catch a lid I got the work that'll make your black Slow up, my team bagging up More green than lime mowers. I pull up in the red jag How out looking hella bad Cherry coated to the beach With the red flag You better bag, bag Or leave in the body bag With more
0: in a man. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, I ain't even play the right part, but y'all needed to hear that too, hold on, let me get to the part that he stole, cause I'm the first rapper that Soldier Boy stole from, you gonna get exposed today, little partner, oh, what was you calling about, Lil Pee Wee, you little Pee Wee today,
1: My in With your songs, I them.
0: <laughs> so let me stop there when i said fa- half of your favorite songs i ghost them that's because at the time off of that same mixtape i had been discovered by a very young, 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 young producer at that time. He's now an adult producer, and he's also the producer that's behind Soldier Boy currently. Um, yeah, so um, <laughs> I was asked to come and write on a few projects by Mr. Milo Stokes himself, which happens to be the son of Chris Stokes. Um, Milo found me because he fell in love with a diss record that i made and i had mentioned uh mila j which is Janae aiko's sister and it really wasn't disrespect the song was really just me challenging females and you know if i'm gonna say i'm the best female rapper i'm gonna rap and i'm gonna showcase that and i also diss Nicki minaj as well which is what got me blackballed and um you know kicked out of hollywood basically but to say the least I was working with Milo, and I had already dropped this mixtape, and, uh, yeah, hold on, wait, 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 let me play it again so I can make sure y'all understand real quick. You heard me? And this was definitely before Superman. Definitely before Superman. Because I dropped this in Miami. And I passed it out at the Ozone Awards in Miami where I met Mr. Soldier, the alleged first rapper ever, for the first time ever. I gave him that CD. And, um, you know, Milo. The guy that you see in the background of most of his stuff also had that CD. They definitely are connected to each other. And then all of a sudden, this musty little guy that I met at the Ozone Awards went viral off a song I want saying what? Superman! I want you. U! L F U! Who is Soldier
1: Boy? What in the heck is that dance? Boy, I, tell hey, I got
0: soldier boy. You got crank back three times from left to right. Uh... So wait, 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 wait. You said you was the first to do what? Well, like I said, I'm the first rapper that Soldier Boy stole from. And don't be mad at me, please don't get mad at me. Who you should be mad at is Mr. Milo. Cause he set you up for failure when he made you think you could steal my shit and y'all continue on and it's funny because that new independent deal that you just got that milo helped you with that was off of my blood sacrifice my g so that ain't necessarily got nothing to do with you but milo you know we got to talk about this because it's been going on for too long
1: you wanna be
0: out I was the first rapper that Soldier Boy stole from. and now we're gonna get into what happened afterwards. So after that song and, you know, multiple other songs and um, after I had already written a bunch of music and I had been out in Los Angeles staying at Chris Stokes house for about maybe a month or two. Well, actually, Monye's house because they were still married, but uh, Chris Stokes and his wife were kind of going through a separation. He was living in Orange County with Marcus Houston at the time. Um Milo had a family member that I was really cool with and I won't speak her name. But she pulled me aside And mind you, I had already been feeling some type of way because I had been out there for quite some time. I had wrote a lot of music, and I just wasn't seeing any revenue. You know, I was running out of money. I'm I'm becoming a struggling artist, and everybody knows how dirty Hollywood is. You got to sleep on the floor at the producer's house. You get to ride in the producer's nice car. You get to live in the producer's fancy house, but you don't have any money for yourself. So I was getting a little irritated about that. And then um, a family member that was living in the house with us came to me and told me, well, first of all, Chris Stokes came to the house one day because he didn't live there, but he came to the house one day and I was upstairs writing music with my partner. And, like, you know, when he came in the house, you know, it was just, like, a lot of commotion. Like, everybody was, like, running towards the kitchen. And um, they came and they told me, like, oh, you got to come downstairs. And I'm like, oh, you know, but I'm writing music. And they're like, yeah, but but he's here. I, I don't want to say his name too many more times. Allegedly. We're just going to say everything is allegedly. Um, I don't want to deal with any lawsuits or anything, but this is my story. And I feel like I have the right to tell it. And I will. So when he came in the house, it felt very cult-like. You know, like, you know, just, um, I don't like authority. It was just too authoritative for me that everybody had to come stand in a circle and praise this man when he walked in the house. I'm not a part of the religion, so I don't know nothing about that, but I don't. You know, I was there to write music. I wasn't there to praise anybody. I've I've never been starstruck. I'm just not that type. So um, I came downstairs. I said hello, went upstairs, started writing music again. And then we ended up going to a a school recital for um, his little sister Chrissy. I love her, by the way. That might sound hypocritical because I'm going to tell the truth about other things. But, you know, she's cool. Um, But we went to see her sing. Marcus came. Um, The other Chris was there as well. And, um, you know, basically there was a conversation at the school where You know, basically they were trying to tell me and my partner, like, you know, we two street, you know, it, it was, you know, they just, you could just tell they were uncomfortable being around an individual like myself and my partner who happened to be a little bit rougher than me, (laughs) but I'm not going to get too much into that. But, um, after we all went back to the house, I went upstairs, I continued to write music Um, The way me and Milo worked was I would come live in his house or live in the studio every day and I would drop references on his computer, um, never get paid, and then I hear a bunch of celebrities singing my shit. I'm just going to tell the truth because I don't want to fuck around and play with it anymore. So I'm upstairs dropping references that I'm never going to get paid for. And um, the cool family member... Uh, comes and pulls me to the side and is like yo my family did some dirty shit today I don't like it they're being fake with you they not being real with you um this man had a whole meeting talking about how he doesn't know if he wants you around because your sexuality makes him uncomfortable and he wouldn't want his kids to be influenced by my sexuality now mind you this is Mr. Stokes we're talking about shout out to Raz B by the way so anyways shout out to Omarion by the way he's a rolling. love you brother um no disrespect to oh whatsoever no disrespect to Raz whatsoever but um you know I'm pretty sure you guys have heard stories and whatnot and I heard the same stories, but I looked past that. I didn't, you know, I wasn't really, I was there to write music. I didn't care about anybody's personal business. But um, it really bothered me that my sexuality was a conversation, a family meeting at that, where everybody stood in the same authoritative circle, where we are supposed to praise this guy, and I just don't believe that, in that. I praise God. I don't praise humans. But, um, yeah, there was a, a, a family meeting about how my sexuality made him uncomfortable, and he didn't even live in the house. But I, I can understand that, and, I, you know, I respect everybody's children, and I wasn't trying to do anything to influence anybody's kids or anything, but I don't really like hearing that from a person whose kids can Google their father's name and see the same type of sexuality allegedly (laughs) allegedly so um I just left I left I went back to Miami and um I finished the other half of the mixtape because the first half was who is baby T and the second half was uh No, actually, I'm lying. I'm sorry. That whole mixtape, they had it already. That's how I ended up in Hollywood, in L.A., in Diamond Bar, at the house, because of that CD. And um, Because when I threw the little jab at Mila J, uh, Milo liked the song, (laughs) and that's how we found each other. And, I, you know, they felt some type of way about him liking and listening to the song when they felt like I had dissed the family. And, you know, I, I dissed her, obviously, because I said her name, but it wasn't to be disrespectful. I was just challenging all females at the time because I felt like I was the best female rapper, and I'm competitive. So no disrespect to Le J, and shout-out to Janae Aiko. <laughs> you know it's all love. <laughs> Shout-out to Chrissy as well. I miss you, kid. But, um, yeah, so that conversation really threw me off. It made me uncomfortable. So I ran back to Miami, and uh, I got called for a show by my boy DJ Yoshi. It was the Boost Mobile at the High Import Nights, the car show. So um, he called me to perform there, and I accepted the show, um, And then I ended up going to Tampa with one of my white homeboys because he lived in in the trailer park and shit. (laughs) We went to visit his parents before the show. And, um, like, the day of the show came up, and I was kind of broke, I'm not going to lie, because I had just finished being a struggling songwriter in L.A., writing songs and dropping references and never getting paid. So... (laughs) I ain't have a lot of money on me, and um, my hair was hella wild. That's when my hair was super long, but it was super wild. So I'm, like, asking, I'm asking bro, like, yo, I need a a comb, a brush. I need some gel, some water so, you know, I could get my, my Rico Suave on. And he, like, yo, like, my parents live in a trailer park. Like, we don't got none of that, and I don't have no money. You feel me? All I got is enough gas to get to my show. So we laughing and I, but it's not funny because I'm like yo, what am I gonna do with my hair? It's a big, big show. It's in the auditorium, like not auditorium in the convention center. Like it's high import nights. Nice. It's Boost Mobile. It's, it's big. So he like all I got is some clippers, and I'm like, he was like, I could I could give you a nice buzz cut. You got a nice shape head. You could do it. And I'm like yo. Shit, I'll do it. I I don't know what else I'm going to do because I don't got no money and I don't want to go on stage looking crazy. So he's like, Yo, I was just playing, but if you want me to do it, I'll do it. And I was like, Yo, do it. It's just hair, it grows back. So he chops me. I go to this brush cut. Now, mind you, I was not a lesbian at the time. I had never had sex with a girl. Let's be clear on that. I was a basketball player who looked really gay. (laughs) so um, I go do the show with this haircut and I leave the show and I go back to Miami and as soon as I got back to Miami I got roped off by 12 and that is when I caught my first felony possession of marijuana charge Um, now obviously I had shit in the car but I don't really know how they were able to get to me as soon as I got to Miami but I think I might have an idea now because I just went through a similar situation which is how we got to this episode in the first place Dirty Hollywood because I fucked up and I did it again I went and fuck with Milo again I felt like he was an adult and The discomfort that I felt from what his father had said, I never really told Milo why I left or why I was bothered. I just left, and we kept a good relationship from that point out. And then once he became an adult, he called me out for an opportunity. And um, as soon as I got to L.A., well, excuse me, I came out to LA, I was writing for about a month or two again, and then when I started asking about getting paid, it was a little bit of a discrepancy, I go to Miami, I got a booking for my, um, client at the time, slash girlfriend, and, uh, I get begged to come back to Los Angeles. Now I'm gonna go forward, backward, forward, backward a little bit because I want y'all to really understand. But um I go back to uh Miami and he's calling me, yo, get back to LA, get back to LA. I go back to LA and kinda ironic to the Miami situation. As soon as I get to L.A., I get DM'd by what I think is a young lady who told me to pull up on her. I pulled up, I go to jail, and I just got off of probation a couple days ago. So I wasn't able to speak on this. So if you want to say, well, why did you wait so long to say something? Because legally I could not. But today I can because... Now that I'm free, I think I got the freedom of speech as well. But I'ma go backwards a little bit because I want y'all to understand where my anger came from. You feel me? So after I cut my hair, I have a beautiful show. I go to Miami, I get arrested. I get out of jail, I get on my MySpace and I had uploaded a picture of my haircut. Now, mind you, like I said, I had yet to have sex with a girl. Let's be clear. I get out of jail. I look on my MySpace, and I got comments out of the ass. You're a lesbian. How are you going to make it? How you going to do this? How are you going to do that? How you going to do this? Like, going bad on me going bad on me oh baby t you're over your career is done you cut your hair you're a lesbian you're never gonna make it like being gay was not acceptable at that time i came in the game in 2004 so you can understand it wasn't acceptable at that time so after you know uh being ridiculed for my sexuality and i didn't have a sexuality because i wasn't having sex and then going to jail immediately after having a beautiful show with this beautiful haircut of mine i became a little angry and um that's when star aka fresh was born because uh once i started feeling myself and i got out of jail once i started getting dressed my boy angel love you angel he was like yo you look like a star, bro. Like, every time you get dressed, you just look like a star. And I was like, yo, I like, I like the way that sound. I think that's going to be my name. And he was like, yeah, man, your name should be Star. And then he was like, yo, you just so fresh. And I was like, yo, my name going to be Star, a.k.a. Fresh. So as I'm transitioning, I see this female artist by the name of Nicki Minaj come out. And she looks very similar to the way I looked before I cut my hair and became an abomination to the industry. And they were calling her the best female rapper and I've already told y'all I have a competitive spirit. So once they said she was the best female rapper, I decided to make another record, which is the record that got me blackballed. (laughs) And it went a little something like this. Some of y'all may remember I don't know if you saw the double XL uh article about it. Um I still got the emails and all the receipts. They took it down and then she was put on the cover. So, you know, you kind of know how that goes, but um you know a lot of times people will call and say hey take that down I don't want that person talking about me we kind of just went through that we talked about that earlier but yeah that's what happened but uh the record went a little something like this and I haven't played it because I didn't want to deal with those consequences again but I feel like you know what it's time to tell the truth and I don't really give a finna because we talking dirty Hollywood you dig me let's go
1: You really Roger that? We'll start, say this bitch, Brunton, bring Roger back. Hand on the trigger while I let the beam Roger back. The fates come out another episode of Star Attacks. Don't let the pretty girl shit fool ya. Got a couple goals, gotta cover gold, run over the moon, go for the click when it get back, got the next shot, cause you guaranteed to move ya. Young star, no, never block off. Try pale, but the next shot's Let's get it in, I'll really let like talk. Even damn, not a bitch, I'll be a mite off. Gotta go for the block, on the way for the Rocky. Know that it's never gonna stop. All the way down to the MIA, woman. I promise I'll be brought I'm sorry, Diddy, had to do it for New Guinea. What the boss without the witty, had enough to run the city, not a pin full for Billy, not even a half a million. But make you some bad girl,
0: think she bad enough to battle with you Yeah. So double XL posted that record. And it became a big fiasco until it was taken down. But long story short, that record got me in a lot of trouble. And, uh, yeah. So now, after that happened, and, um, you know, opportunities just started getting snatched away from me left and right, I became angrier and angrier. And, uh then I finally said you know what I don't really care about this music thing anymore I took a break and I ended up at King of Diamonds which ended up being a dirty Hollywood situation as well um it's funny because it's all tied in just about and um so yeah I went to King of Diamonds and I you know was I was in the streets doing my thing and um I was kicking it with Count the and we went to King of Diamonds, and that's when I bumped into uh, Chaos. I'm pretty sure a lot of you wanted to know about that. Um, all I will say about Chaos is that uh, the five years that we spent together, um, I won't disrespect you no matter what. Because we shared something beautiful together and uh you know we built something amazing and I wish her nothing but the best. But uh yeah, I ran into chaos, which put me in connection with Akanelli and um, you know, we did drink champs and whatnot. We did V Live Miami. Shit got a little crazy, whole lot of rumors, whole lot of shit. I don't even want to get into that because a lot of people like to throw rocks and hide their hands. And I can't prove a lot of these things when it comes to that situation. But it was a lot of dirty, macking, eyeballs, sneaky shit going on with that. So I separated myself from that. And, um, you know, the Jerry Springer episode had just came out. I was in Rihanna's video. I had put chaos on ballers with Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. That was beautiful. We had shot strip, uh, stripper wars with Giancarlo, which I would also like to say, P Valley looks a lot like Stripper Wars, um, but shout out to P Valley. It's a it's a beautiful show. It's an amazing show. Uh, no disrespect, but yeah, we did a uh, Stripper Wars. So you know, I'm taking off. I'm taking off. I'm taking off, and then I'm going through this dirty Hollywood situation with Aak and whatever whatnot. So, Chaos wants to take off. We take off. That's how I end up in Charlotte. When I'm in Charlotte, I get a phone call. No, I'm sorry. Um, Me and Chaos went to L.A., and when I went out there, I hit Milo to let him know I'm in L.A., you know, because... Whenever I'm in LA, I hit him, we get in the studio, I leave references on his computer, I never get paid, and then I hear a bunch of people singing my shit. That's kind of just the story of how our relationship has gone thus far. So um, I get a call from Milo and he's like, yo, I'm working on this project, um, but I don't really have the time, I don't really want to deal with it, you feel me? I don't really have the information or the expertise. So I would rather, you know, you run this project and um, I'm gonna give you executive producer credit. It's a guaranteed win for you. Uh, She's already famous. She has over a million followers. I'm talking about Skyla Novia. Skyla, I love you. I love you, Skyla. That's my dog. I'm pretty sure y'all seen us in videos boxing together. Y'all seen us in Vegas, drunk as hell, acting a fool. Like me and Skyla had a good time. And I think, the connection that me and her built alongside chaos being as beautiful as she is, it kind of just brought envy amongst the friendship or whatever, you know, once everything got to going and we got there, but um, I went out to, well, excuse me, I stayed in LA for about a month. I was staying at the condo with Milo and Trippy Red and Alex and Chris King and uh Legacy from the New Boys. We were all in a in a one-bedroom condo in North Hollywood, just like Takashi said. Um <laughs> I don't want to speak on that too much because I just don't want to speak on that. But um so I stay and I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing. And my money's drying up, drying up, drying up, drying up again. Same exact way as it did ten years prior, because I want y'all to understand that um Well let me get to the next part. Uh so my money's drying up and I'm like, yo, I need to go to it's three 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 by the way. Queen of Hearts podcast, three 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 AM, you dig? So so I'm there, me and Skylar are in the studio, we working, but I'm not making any money. So I'm getting irritated. And it's six other celebrities in the house and I'm trying to figure out why all of us celebrities are here and none of us have enough money to get our own shit. Yet the guy who doesn't write or sing anything, He has his own everything, and we're in here sleeping on the couch. So, you know, I think that's everybody's Hollywood story. But, you know, everybody wants to make the best of their opportunity. So, you know, you just don't complain. But it was just getting a little irritating. So um, I booked Chaos in Jamaica, uh, at Taboo. Shout out to Shamara and Corey. I love y'all. I think they got a location in Miami, by the way. No, I love them to death. Um, Shout out to Drugs, too. That's my dog. Uh, So, we go to Miami. She flies out to Jamaica. I stay in Miami. She comes back. That's when the Cat Stacks 24K to Model shit happened at Love Gang Art Studio. Uh, I think that was one of me and Cat Stack's most viral videos when I was telling her, this is my car, get your wig. (laughs) I love you, (laughs) Cat. We're mad funny. That's my dog. But, um, yeah, so I go to Charlotte from Miami to go kick it with my kid. And I get a call like, yo, I need you to get here. I need you to get here now. I need you to get back. Um, you're gonna stay with me half the time you're gonna stay with Skylar half the time we're gonna make sure you're good we're gonna make sure you're straight and I'm like bro give me a couple days so I can you know get my bag together cause I was just out there kinda broke and I don't I don't wanna be the broke rapper amongst my celebrity friends like let me get my bag together and I'll pop back out like I don't mind doing music but I, I can't do music for free for a long time I got a baby to feed I can't do that So, he's like, no, I got a major deal on the table. Um, I already gave them the Skylar record. Woo, woo, woo. So, he even went to the extent of getting on the phone with my moms and guaranteeing her that if she watches my child, that this deal is guaranteed. Woo, wop. And I really ain't even want to do it because I had already been away from my daughter for about a month and a half, two months at that time. So... He talks to my mom. She remembers B2K, Chris Stokes, all of that. So, in her mind, it's a guaranteed win. In my mind, it's a guaranteed win. So, I drive back to the West Coast. Again, do another cross country. Um, I bring chaos with me. I get to L.A. Well, excuse me, when I got to Vegas, I... Spoke to Skyla. I told her to send me the address because I was supposed to be staying with her whatever. She sends me the address. I let her know I'm in Vegas. I'm on my way. I'll be there in this at, at this time. Woo-whop. So I get to Skyla's house. Skyla's not answering the phone. I call Milo. Now, mind you, let me back up a little bit because right before I left, Milo was rushing out of the house to go to atlanta because trippy red had caught a case where he pistol whipped some chick and she was like testifying against them and all kind of shit i don't know that case just disappeared mysteriously and then i went to jail and takashi and everybody else i don't know how that case just disappeared like that trippy i don't know but anyways yeah because i remember cj the little uh I don't know. They treat that boy so bad. I think that was his name, CJ. But they treat him so bad. They were so mean to that little guy, you know. But um, I th- I believe he lives in Atlanta. But you know, I-, I don't know. I don't know, bro. So I won't speak on him. But um, yeah. Uh, M- Milo had that man fly out, and I believe we was at the Create Music Group office. Had him fly out just so he could tell him the story. And I guess bro thought he was going to be rolling with us. And Milo kind of just, you know, left him high and dry. Like, yeah, I wanted you to come talk to me. I didn't say you was going to stay with me, but this man flew there because you told him to. And now he's out here stranded, which is kind of ironic and similar to where I'm going with this. So um, I'm calling. She's not answering. I call him, and I'm like, yo, Skylar's not answering the phone. Oh, what the fuck? Let me call her. Now, mind you, I haven't told nobody else that I'm coming to L.A. Nobody knows I'm in L.A., except for these two people, because I didn't post any pictures on the way or when I was in Vegas. So I call him, and I'm like, yo, she's not answering. So he called. He was like, yo, let me call her. I'm going to call you right back. She calls me and says, yo, Milo told me you were supposed to be staying with him. So I'm like, okay. So I call Milo. Uh, why is she saying I'm supposed to be staying with you? you telling me I'm supposed to be staying with her. I thought we had this figured out. This is exactly what I didn't want to do. Oh, well, um, I'm, at the, I'm not even at the house right now. I'm at the airport on the way to Atlanta. Now, mind you, I was just in Charlotte and you begged me to come to Los Angeles, but you're about to fly into Atlanta, which is three hours away from Charlotte. We could have just met in Atlanta. Wouldn't you think? A little weird, a little strange. You know, but hey. So, I don't want to mess up this opportunity for myself. Mind you, I had already broke maybe three, four songs already. We had already had multiple sessions and uh, the first song that we did and we were supposed to put out, there was a discrepancy with the producer because he also wasn't paid by Milo. I won't say his name because I didn't talk to him about doing this episode, but shout out to my producer friend. You know who I'm talking about. When I brought you back to the studio in North Hollywood, you already know what it is. <laughs> That's my dog. But, anyways, the producer had already produced a project for Trippy Red, but he never got paid. So, when he asked to get paid, there was an issue, and now he no longer wanted to use the, any of the records that he produced. I'm thinking but they're perfect songs. I don't understand. And then I find out that it's because he didn't want to pay the producer, but that's fine. It's not fine. You, if you ask people to come and work, you should pay them. So he's at the airport on the way to Atlanta. I tell him, yo, I'm just going to figure it out. Uh, i figure it out. Now my family that I'd normally stay with when I live in LA the house that I was raised in and watch both of them passed away so this was my first time being in LA and not having my family there you feel me so I didn't have anywhere to go at all so my mind is scrambling I'm still in Skylar's parking lot mind you I get a DM from a female um I didn't really look at the picture too much. All I saw was boobs in the profile picture. And a female asking me, yo, Star, are you in LA? No, it didn't click to me at that time. Nobody knows I'm here, but I have nowhere to go. I don't have a lot of money because I've been a struggling songwriter for the last month and a half after I just got finished being on TV about three, four times. So you can only imagine everybody think you famous and you broke. That is a terrible feeling. <laughs> so Shorty hit me and says, Star are you in LA? I say, Yeah, where you at? I'm about to pull up on you. I didn't look at the picture. I I I mean I didn't look at the profile. I didn't look at nothing. All I was thinking was, yo, I need I need somewhere to go so I could figure out what I'm gonna do because I don't got no money. My family's no longer here. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. This was supposed to be figured out. I didn't know I was going to have to figure it out. So they hit me and they're like, yo, star, you in L.A.? I say yes. Uh, Where you at? She sent me the address. I pull up. I don't even say nothing else. I just pull up. Long story short, I walk into um, detectives. And what appears to be a sting. I sit down. I talk to her. I let her know that I am not what you think I am. I am not this. I'm not that. I walk out. I get arrested. I get taken to the human trafficking department. And I'm trying to figure this shit out. Because I don't understand how I went from... I need you to get here right now because we have a deal on the table for the music you've already created. And as soon as I get there, I end up going to jail. And I wasn't picked up by police. I was picked up by the human trafficking department. Long story short, as I go through my situation, I get through all of that. Once I get my paperwork after I completed my community service, the first thing I see in my paperwork is special allegations submitted, meaning that somebody reported me to the human trafficking department, but I was not charged because there was no evidence because I was not doing it. However, it is quite the conspiracy that after I've made the music, did my job, when it's time for me to get paid, I end up going to jail because somebody reported me to police mysteriously after somebody I've been sleeping on the couch with had a case disappear. Oh, it's dirty Hollywood for sure. I'm gonna play a record and we are gonna come back. long story short um upon looking at all the evidence and whatnot the judge releases me on my own recognizance now when i walked out of the los angeles court building downtown as chaos is walking me to my car Mr. Milo Stokes is sitting in my driver's seat. But when he saw me come out, it looked as if he's seen a ghost. And that made me wonder. It changed my energy a little bit. But I didn't say anything because I have my whole life hanging over my head at this moment. My my head is messed up. I can't I can't think straight. I you know, I, I I've seen the news, I've seen what happens to people who catch cases like these. I've seen the amount of years and I am traumatized right now. And he's in my driver's seat. Excuse me, sir, could you uh move to the back? i couldn't even understand it i just I, I didn't understand it why he was driving my car to my court date with my partner chaos in the car with him i mean at the time she didn't have a license but i couldn't understand why he was in my motherfucking car when he has his own car and if you wanted to be a supportive friend you could have just came in your motherfucking car, but you were in my driver's seat. I don't let people drive my car. I don't even let my women drive my car. So I felt some type of way about that. But now that I got this case over my head, I really need this bag. So I'm just gonna shut up and not say anything. And the first thing we do is go to the studio. I write Skyla Moore songs, more songs, more songs. Mind you, they didn't buy me out. I called, I begged these niggas to buy me out. And um, he told me that he wouldn't, he couldn't do it, he couldn't do it, he couldn't do it, but he went and bought two pair of Yeezys the same day that he picked me up from the courthouse. That made me feel some type of way, too. This might sound petty to y'all, but it, it mean a lot to me because had things not gone the way they went in that courtroom I might have never saw the light of day again and I'm only in LA because you begged me to come here and now you're shit's looking real funny but I don't say nothing because I'm focused on the bag I'm focused on the bag so he's booking more studio sessions Me and Skyla are in the studio, we're recording, we're recording, we're recording, but he's still not putting anything out. So now I got this case over my head and I'm getting real frustrated because once again I'm doing work and I'm not getting paid and I just went to jail. You begged me to come out here, didn't really want to come out here, but I came out here because you asked me to, because you have this big deal on the table and the deal was completed. Shout out to uh, Create Music Group. It looks really nice in there. The new remodeling and all of that. That new deal must be treating you guys nice. So, um, no disrespect to Create Music Group. I'm talking to Milo Stokes directly. But, um, in the process of us recording and recording and recording, I end up getting into it with uh, Chris King. Um, because Skyla was going to the Pornhub Awards and she was having a fellow porn star accompany her. And uh, long story short, Chris King uh, won Trippie's security at the time. Skyla and the other porn star, they're in a hotel room that was offered to Trippy that Trippy turned down, but Chris King and Juan pretended like Trippy wanted it and used it for themselves to hang out with Skyla and the other porn star. Skyla and the other porn star get into a fight. Long story short, Skyla called me telling me that the girl punched her in her face while she was sleeping and Chris told her to do it. She woke up, she breaks everything, including Trippy's phone. So now we're getting calls from Milo saying Trippy doesn't want you around and I don't know how this is gonna work. Trippy's my main artist at the time, but he was still fucking with Takashi too. It's weird. But um So Skyla's, you know, she freaking out because she felt like her opportunity is about to be snatched away from her and she didn't really you know she she might have been drunk and fighting but if she went to sleep to sleep it off and somebody punched her in her face when she sleep, she woke up and broke everything i think she was well within her right so shout out to you skyla if if throw everything but the kitchen sink was a person it would be you baby and i am not mad at you for it so anyways um so i tell chris to holla at me chris king that is and uh you know, I'm like, yo, you know, before I, I get a little angry, you know, let me know what's going on with the situation. So he start popping it like he's some ism or something, which he's not. He's they, they grew up in private school. You were in a boy band with Milo called Too Much. You niggas was dancing and your parents are rich and cut it out. You became a gangster too late in life for me, Mr. Chris King. So anyways, um... I asked Chris what happened, and he tells me, yeah, uh, Shorty was still talking shit while Skyla was asleep, so I told her to hit her. And she hit her? Yeah. Okay, well, Chris King, I want to fade you now. Oh, I ain't finna fight you. Woo, 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 woo. So, the other porn star left her car and her things at Skyla crib." So she on the FaceTime with Skyla and Skyla's popping and Skyla's going crazy for a second. And then all of a sudden Skyla gets scared. Oh my God, she has a gun. She has a gun. She has a gun. I guess she was waving a trippy red security guards gun in the camera, making it seem like she was going to come with the gun to get her car. So now y'all got to understand this is where I lay my head at. This is where I stay at. And you about to send a bitch with a gun because she punched somebody in the face while she was asleep and now shorty spazzing on her. I'm not with that. That's some suck ass shit. Y'all some suck ass niggas and y'all been suck ass niggas. That's why I don't do nothing but business with y'all. No, that shit's weak. That shit's lame. So me and him get into it. Milo start acting funny and weird that's when they had the little, uh, fuck star party in the Maryland Monroe suite at the, uh, hotel right there in Hollywood. I know which one I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure a lot of people from dirty Hollywood have been to that Maryland Monroe suite. But, uh, yeah, they had, like, a fuckstar party where they brought, uh, Marcus Paul, Mr. Miles. Same guy that I ran out of the shop with a half a haircut. Um, yeah, so, long story short, I tell k yo i'm i'm going to Bompton. i'm i'm you know i had a little shorty over there shout out to you Bompton. you know what it is i go kick it with my shorty in Bompton. because i still got to go to court whatever whatnot so i go to court i take a plea deal I, I take probation for three years and now i'm not allowed to talk about none of this that's why i never talked about it but we're gonna talk about it today you dig me So, me and Milo go into a text message war and whatnot because I'm like, yo, do you not see everything that I just went through because of you? And he just didn't want to take any accountability. For the situation, but you know, I just wanted to enlighten the people and find out what y'all think about it because the shit's weird. It's all weird to me. And um, shout out to Alex because you was mad pretty every time I saw you. And shout out to Coyler Ray too because I remember when you came to the studio the day after Trippy and Alex broke up because he was sad and heartbroken. And But yeah, I remember when I first seen Coyler Ray coming to the studio, you know, little booty do your thing. You dig? But, uh, yeah, Dirty Hollywood, it is real, man. So, uh, I'm going to let y'all come to your own conclusions. I'm not really even going to go too much into that, but, uh, long story short, after that situation, me and Kay went our separate ways, and she kind of, you know, it is what it is. I let her tell her own story. But, um... Yeah, man. Y'all let me know what y'all think. I think it's time to stop with the bitch ass. And hear me. It really is. And if anybody has a problem with anything I said today, y'all already know my platform is open. You can check me directly. Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. This is Dirty Hollywood, the episode. Make sure y'all check out queenofheartspodcast.com, that's queenuvheartspodcast.com, starcavali444.com, neomoneymedia.com. It's the Queen of Hearts podcast, it's the host with the most controversy, Star Cavalli, big volley, Pisces with the drip, aka I want my check, Milo.